What would you add to that, Karim, in terms of the extent to which collective action might affect changes in terms of our identities? What's interesting for me about thinking about collective ways of changing people's identities is the way in which we can see that ideas about what it means to be a woman or ideas about what it means to be a man for that matter or to be black or white can change over time. These things are not simply fixed. For example, um, in the 1980s, it was quite common that Asian people might regard themselves as being black. They belong to things like the black sections of the Labour Party. There's still something called South or Black Sisters, which actually is largely made up of Asian people and so on. Now, to some extent, that terminology has moved on and lots of Asian people don't describe themselves as being black anymore. But at that moment when African, Caribbean and Asian people all saw themselves as being black, there's something quite powerful being said about identity and identification because we're not just, in a sense, giving ourselves an identity, we're also identifying collectively with a group of people. And that group identity also gives us a sense of who we are and what our goals are, what we're trying to achieve and so on. So I think that sense of collective identification, which things like the nation or the football crowd or a group of people who are interested in hunting or, or other sort of similar examples, are quite powerful ways of also thinking about where both agency and structure are in play in identity because to some extent we belong to groups because they give us an identity, but also to some extent we refashion some of the meanings of those identities while we're in those groups by the ways in which we behave and they behave towards us. How important are the names, do you think, in terms of these categories? Because Wendy mentioned the gay movement, and earlier on you talked quite a lot about the issue of being black and Asian or Asian and British. There's a very nice example in the block where there's a quote from Henry Louis Gates where he says, my grandfather was a Negro, my father was coloured, and I'm black. Well, in fact, if you move on from that, you'd actually now say, actually you're now a person of colour because, in fact, in the USA, people like Henry Louis Gates, who's a, who's a black professor in the US, describe themselves as people of colour. So it is important, the, the words we use and the names we use, it isn't just about uh, merely a label. It actually illustrates both how dynamic the process of changing identities is and it also illustrates the ways in which, through taking action, it is possible for people to reshape, reform identities. Yes, it is possible, but we shouldn't assume that people can always transform their identities. I mean, if we take the example of race and ethnicity, the language may have changed from Negro to coloured to black to person of colour or ethnic minority, somewhere in all those as well. But somewhere along the line, the inequalities between groups of people one might broadly label white and black are still very marked and very clear. So we can change something about the categories and we can change something about our identities and we can change something about the way in which people might see us. But some of those material factors that you were referring to earlier on do persist, not in exactly the same way, but they do persist. I think language, unfortunately, only works because it emphasises the difference between things in one category and things in another. Black means black because of white in the context of racial difference. But, of course, people don't fit into those categories. I mean, they're extremely fuzzy. In fact, they just don't work. As Hitler found out when he tried to categorise Jews and Aryans in the 1930s, it was an impossible task. And so he kept on having to change the rules because actually who we are, even just simply in terms of ethnicity, is massively multiple and complex. And words can only fix something which actually will not be fixed, which is, is more mixed and fluid than that underneath. Yes, it operates in complicated ways, doesn't it? Because, for example... In the wake of devolution in Britain, 
there are now all kinds of people who assert their identity as English. And in fact, one of the controversies around the 2001 census categories were a number of people saying things like, why isn't English uh, a category amongst these things? And there's, to some extent, an English nationalism. I think it is the case that identity does work relationally. You know, we, we know that some people are black because other people are white. And it's also commonly the case that we assume that one of these terms is dominant. White is dominant, black is subordinate. And to some extent, that also works with male, female, able-bodied, disabled, and so on. And that's true. But I think if we overdo that sense of them and us, sameness and difference, we sometimes don't recognise the extent to which both sides are themselves internally differentiated. So, for example, white is not a homogenous category any more than, than black or minority is. But curiously, if we look at things like census categories, we see that white remains almost undivided, whereas all the other categories are heavily divided and so on. Yet we know that historically, as well as in current times, there's all kinds of degrees of whiteness, people who do and don't belong to whiteness. The example of Jews is a good one, because it's very hard to say whether Jewish people are really regarded as being white or not. It's quite clearly the case that at all kinds of times, the Irish haven't quite been regarded as being quite fully white, particularly in Victorian times. And there are lots of examples of people of what might be called Mediterranean origin, who, particularly in the USA, were virtually regarded as being black and not as being white at all. I think that's very useful to point out the ways in which, although we have in part offered a definition of identity which is based on sameness and difference and on marking ourselves out as the same as one group of people and different from another, I think what you've suggested shows the ways in which this is never as clear-cut as it might appear and a category which might seem to be the same whether this is women or men or black people or white people, is always itself subdivided. And that also that there are differences that cross these categories. However, one of the ways in which we are seen to be belonging to one identity does involve the ways in which we mark ourselves out as being the same. And one of the ways in which we mark ourselves out as being the same as some people or different from others is through the kind of symbols we use to identify with a particular position. And these things can be in some situations taken for granted, but where we actually take up an identity, they are explicit, even if they can be misunderstood and misinterpreted. We've pointed to the ways in which identities might be seen to be changing and we've looked mainly at a particular period of time, but that identities are of concern to us because there are some uncertainties. Some of the uncertainties are the result of changing times, of changing social relations and changing social structures. Others are due to the very nature of identity in that it's always a balancing act between what's inside and what's outside. It's also the case that each of us has multiple identities and even with a very brief discussion we've picked out a whole range of different identities that each of us has and that some of these may be more certain at some moments than at others. We've also looked at the ways in which identities are formed through a number of processes that take place both inside and outside but largely involve a link between the two and the ways in which identities are dynamic, changing, 
and are important to us because we still seek some way of belonging and of finding out who we are. So thank you very much, Wendy and Karim. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.